Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 50. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we read this chapter, we would recognize the importance of finishing our lives well, looking to you, and that we would want to be more like Jesus. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Genesis 50 Then Joseph fell on the face of his father and wept upon him and kissed him. And Joseph instructed his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. So the physicians embalmed Israel. Forty days were required for it, for thus are the days required for embalming. And the Egyptians wept for him seventy days. When the days of his weeping had passed, Joseph spoke to the household of Pharaoh, saying, If I have found favor in your eyes, please speak in the hearing of Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear, saying, Behold, I am about to die. In my tomb that I have hewed out for myself in the land of Canaan, there you must bury me. So then, please let me go up and bury my father. Then I will return. Then Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father as he made you swear. So Joseph went up to bury his father. And all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his household, and all the elders of the land of Egypt went up with him, with all the household of Joseph, his brothers, and the household of his father. They left only their little children and their flocks and their herds in the land of Goshen. And there also went up with him chariots and horsemen. The company was very great. When they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which was beyond the Jordan, they lamented there with a very great and sorrowful wailing. And he made a mourning ceremony for his father seven days. And when the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land, saw the mourning ceremony at the threshing floor of Atad, they said, This is a severe mourning for the Egyptians. Therefore its name was called Abel Mizraim, which is beyond the Jordan. Thus his sons did to him just as he had instructed them. And his sons carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah, which field Abraham had bought as a burial site from Ephron the Hittite before Mamre. And after burying his father, Joseph returned to Egypt, he and his brothers and all who had gone up with him to bury his father. And when the brothers of Joseph saw that their father was dead, they said, It may be that Joseph will hold a grudge against us, and pay us back dearly for all the evil that we did to him. So they sent word to Joseph, saying, Your father commanded us before his death, saying, Thus you must say to Joseph, Oh, please now forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin, for they did evil to you. So now please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Then his brothers went also and fell before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. Then Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you planned evil against me, but God planned it for good, in order to do this, to keep many people alive as it is today. So then, do not be afraid. I myself will provide for you and your little ones. And he consoled them and spoke kindly to them. So Joseph remained in Egypt, he in the house of his father, and Joseph lived one hundred and ten years. 
and Joseph saw Ephraim's children to the third generation. Moreover, the children of Maker, son of Manasseh, were born on the knees of Joseph. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will certainly visit you and bring you up from this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear an oath, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall bring up my bones from here. So Joseph died, being one hundred and ten years old. They embalmed him, and he was placed in a coffin in Egypt. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 49, Israel blessed or prophesied about each of his children, and then he died. So now we see the elaborate mourning and burial he receives. Joseph weeps and then has his father embalmed. The embalming takes 40 days, but they grieved for him 70 days before Joseph went to bury him. We know that the Egyptians placed a great emphasis on death from the pyramids and other archaeology. So Jacob gets the royal treatment in his death, and then Joseph requests permission to leave Egypt to bury his father. And Pharaoh grants permission, so a large group of top officials go with Joseph and his brothers to the land of Canaan to bury his father. Even though Canaan was a separate country, Egypt had a lot of control over Canaan. In fact, Joseph had helped consolidate that control by feeding the land of Canaan during the famine that had ended about 12 years before. So there was no problem with this large party of Egyptians going to Canaan to mourn and bury Jacob. Then, when they returned to Egypt, Joseph's brothers are afraid that now that their father was dead, he would take revenge on them. So they come to Joseph and tell him that Israel told them before his death to go to Joseph and ask him to forgive them. We don't know that Israel actually said this, so it could have easily been made up. But Joseph had no intention of harming his brothers. So when they say this to him, he weeps. He has forgiven them. He agrees that they did mean evil when they sold him as a slave, but God meant it for good. So Joseph cannot take revenge on his brothers. God is the only one who has the right to judge and bring justice. Joseph promises that he will continue to provide for his brothers. So beyond not taking revenge on them, Joseph is going to continue to give them food, even though the famine is over. Then we see the end of Joseph's life how he lived to a good old age. 110 was considered by the Egyptians as the perfect length of life. We read how Joseph saw his great-grandchildren, and generally his life worked out very well in the end. And then Joseph made the Israelites swear that they would take his bones from Egypt when they left. He doesn't tell them they have to do it immediately after he dies. He is looking forward to the time when all of the Israelites leave Egypt to go to the Promised Land. So we see that Joseph really lived his life in faith. And now for a deeper dive. Joseph is such a great character in the Bible, and he is a picture of Jesus. His brothers, asking him to forgive again here, just gives an opportunity to repeat how Joseph has already forgiven them. Joseph lived his life looking to God, and so he could see God at work in the hard things that he went through. And we get to see how the blessing came after the suffering of Joseph. Just like Jesus went through suffering before being exalted to the right hand of the Father. And Jesus sees us as his children. 
And Jesus continues to provide for us all of our lives. So, how about us? Are we following the example of Joseph and Jesus in our lives? Are we looking to God when we go through the hard times? Are we forgiving and seeing how God even uses the bad times in our lives for good? We will suffer too, but we can have faith that it is all in God's plan for the best. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.